And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. you doing brainiacs long allen iced tea here ready to talk programs with you first brain buster radio of 2019 lies we did a pre-show right for wrestle kingdom i think that was after the new year either way this is the first regular brain buster radio of 2019 because we're not only talking new japan pro wrestling but everything in the sport of pro wrestling we need to be talking about this week we got a big ass raw coming up we've got crazy spots happening on the indies getting people talking to start the year off right we've got a legend to pay tribute to today's episode will be fully dedicated to the one the only the greatest interviewer of all time mean by god gene okerlund who passed away this week and uh, we'll remember Mean Gene throughout the show. It is going to be a bust-ass show, Brainiacs. I don't know where to start. Tweet it, read it, tie it, shout it. Be all about it at the Brain Busters on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let us know each week what you think is causing all this. Because really, unless you speak up, it's a dictatorship and Triple J tells us what we're doing. Vin Man is here. It's a limited date for him. It's the beginning of the year. He's ready to start off 2019, right? We've got a man called Wired, the Sultan of Social Media. And we've got Dr. Calsonis on the Unos and Doses. But it's really him. It's the return of Moose the Mark. It's 2019, and Moose the Mark is starting the year off on the program, making a big return. It's the biggest news of the wrestling year so far for me. Moose the Mark, welcome back to Brainbuster Radio. Well, you know something, Long Island. I mean, one of the greatest hallmarks of this sport is the the big comeback, the big return. John Cena at the Royal Rumble, Stone Cold coming in to help Mick Foley win his first title. I mean, these are the moments that we cherish forever, and I'm hoping today with my return to Brainbuster Radio that I'm getting right up there with all those other ones. Vinman, it's the biggest week of returns in the history of our sport. The return of Brock Lesnar to Raw. The return of Braun Strowman to Raw. The return of John Cena to Raw. The return of Hulk Hogan to Raw. And the return of Moose the Mark on Brain Buster Radio. It it is something to behold. I've been hyping up this Raw coming up on Monday all week. And we got Moose the Mark here to talk about it. Nothing is better than Brain Buster Radio in 2019, brother. Let me tell you. Here we go. We're, We're starting the year off triple j what's causing all this in 2019 well guys it is rare that you hear me say i am 100 caught up uh, with almost <laughs> any wrestling program but especially <laughs> but especially new japan pro wrestling and i am here to tell you uh, you know I, I i am in like flynn it, it i have made yes, it through yes, yes, the 13th iteration of yes, wrestle kingdom i also yes, made it through new year dash I, i'm not sure if yes, uh, time is going to permit to allow us to discuss any of that. 
But Wrestle Kingdom 13, it happened. I know some of us were some of us were live, and apparently, uh, you know, some of us that were not live are evil. Uh, I, I'm not sure how much I buy into that or not. But Wrestle Kingdom, Long Allen, you were up in the wee hours of the morning by candlelight watching this thing. Hell of a show from top to bottom. Did not seem like four hours to me. Oh, it, it was the fastest four hours of my life. Fastest five hours because I did watch the pre-show. Dr. Calsonis, he did not make it all the way through. He's actually still tired. Look at him over there. He's yawning. He's, he's got his mic off. He looks awful today. He he tried to make it through with me. He passed out at the Jay White match. So with that, Dr. Calsonis, you could fire it up for yourself because, like we said, if you don't watch live, that makes you evil. So, Dr. Calsonis, you are evil. Evil. And so is anyone else who didn't make it all the way through. I did, and it was the best Wrestle Kingdom of all time, bar none. It, it was top to bottom, nonstop, excellent pro wrestling, or puturesu, if you will. I mean, Musta Mark, it was so good, you sh- you showed up today. That's how I, I know it's be. the best ever. Yeah, and certain things just happen in this business, certain paradigm-shaking moments. And I think this 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 huge Wrestle Kingdom with every single belt on the line, changing hands, a new era for New Japan, and indeed all pro wrestling has started, and we are living in it, and we are in untested waters, folks. Well, is it is it it is a new era, but is it the Ace era or is it the Switchblade era, Triple J? Oh, I mean, you finished New Year's Dash, Long Allen, right? We are in the Switchblade era, the Cutthroat era. We're gonna get to that a little bit later. The knife Pervert uh, era. I, I know a man called Wired. He, you know, he watched all of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Vin Man, have you seen any clips of the show? I, I've seen some clips. Uh, okay, I, maybe I it was it was on it was on the television whenever you were walking you were walking through your house, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I, I, but I have not watched it. In be detail, be but... honest, Vin Man. The only clip you've seen is that clip of everyone at that blast area watching Okada reveal his tights. <laughs> it's from the sounds of it, it, it that was the biggest uh, uh, biggest moment of the night. I and agree. By, by all accounts, a tremendous show. It, w- it was, and that was the biggest moment of the night for me. Okada revealing his tights and showing that the Rainmaker was back even though he did unfortunately lose that match. I was very bummed about that, but that was my favorite moment of the night, Triple J. Okada tights. I know I was thinking of you. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that moment. Uh, my favorite moment of the night, it, it happened during that contest as well, but it, it happened after JY hit the Blade Runner for, for the one, two, three. And uh, I, I know you didn't like that so much. You were you told me you were throwing some bottles of water. How, how could you root for that knife pervert? How, wh- why would you, you root for, for any pervert? Exactly, Wired. Back me. Is it because, I guess yeah. pervert, is it because sock no, perverts no, and pervert pervert stick equals together? Knife pervert. Wired, perverts you stick together. You an, an entire group of people like that. <laughs> I think that's one of the group of peoples we can treat like that. Uh, for uh, anyone who puts knives near all sorts, putting knives in his pee-pee hole and whatever he does, we don't, that we don't weirdo, know. He doesn't do that, that he freak does Jay White. <laughs> I'm, how could you root for him? So uh, okay, listen. Let's let's go back. Let's start <laughs> off. Let's start off at the beginning a little bit. Uh, a man called Wired. Are you surprised that Kota Ibushi's head didn't end up in the third row and somebody ought to take it home as a souvenir? <laughs> I think there was quite a few moments during this paper that, and that was the first match on the on the main card. 
Oh, we're not even talking pre-show. Come on, we've got to talk to pre-show. Well, if, uh, if somebody wants to talk pre-show, go ahead. I mean, I, I can't keep track of all the main card. The, the most violent players pulled it out, and I mean, they they won everyone's heart over. I mean, the the team of Yano and and Taguchi is like a match made in heaven. It is, <laughs> the cheater. Oh, it's so the two of them. Oh the, man, the Yano's the greatest man, and the, the biggest world. cheater in all of wrestling. It oh, was, that's great. It was so fun, and then the, well, they unfortunately didn't get those six man tag belts, but that was really fun to see. Does anyone know what the hell the, is? Spoiler is, alert. Are those just his gums? Uh, uh, the the Unchained Gorilla Triple J. You ever see his bottom teeth? He looks, it looks terrifying. It's just like gum. Who I, are we talking it's a, about? Uh, uh, Makabe. He's got just like oh, okay. some sort of weird mouthpiece or it's just his gums. I can't tell. I wouldn't it, be surprised might, if he's lost all of his teeth. Gingivitis is a hell of a disease, Long Island. It did not prevent him <laughs> from competing at Wrestle Kingdom. Vin Man, what was your favorite moment of Wrestle Kingdom? I, I think it for me it was the Young Bucks actually losing a match. What? Why? Yeah, they never they never lose. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I mean, did they did they really sell something? To, to, to did they sold some? They sold they sold thirty eight thousand uh, tickets paid inside the well, Tokyo Dome. I, I don't. Is what they I, sold. Don't think, I don't think it was them selling them, but. Uh, yeah, very surprising. I I just didn't how see are you it surprised by that? Everybody expected all the all elite wrestlers to lose. I that didn't. was the big thing of the night. I don't I, know about that. I I did, I did. but I yeah I did not expect that. But I mean that was the, when Doctor and I had the pre-show. We talked about how most of the marks expected all elite wrestlers to lose. I didn't. Unfortunately, they all did, and. You know, they all said, well, you know, contracts. And a lot of people complained wired on social media that it took them out of the show because they knew that their favorite all elite wrestlers would not win. Uh, I think that's poppycock. But what do you, what was you, what were you gathering on social, the reaction to Wrestle Kingdom 13? Does everybody agree with me that it was the best ever? Uh, unfortunately, Long Allen, they don't. I think a lot of people were caught up in this whole all elite thing, unfortunately. And it's it's, it's sad because it was a great show. Well, uh, these matches that the, uh, all of the members were in were great. Um, oh, the Cody match was, just was super a- fun. Brandy hit a spear <laughs> on Juice Robinson. Oh, was man. That was, <laughs> the flamboyant. Might be the best. Now that the big dog's out of commission, that might be the best spear in the business. Well, I mean, um, it, it was a great show, but yeah. Best ever. I don't. It didn't even have a rumble match. I mean, it how did could not I have a New <laughs> Japan rumble? You're, you're and, right. You're right. And Liger and Tiger Mask both weren't on the card. Was Yuji Nagata? Uh, no. Yeah, yo, he was. He was in the pre-show, right? Yeah, he was on one of the six-man teams. Oh, good, good. Okay. Him and him and Ishii had a really violent. I thought it was a shoot fight almost on the New Year Dash Triple J. That oh, kind of Blue was, Justice. And, that and was so very cool. uncomfortable to watch. I know. I was wondering, is this is this supposed to be happening? What we're watching it's right already now? Already 2019's most bitter feud. <laughs> Yuji Nagata and Tomohiro Ishii. Vin Man, we gotta right watch. Right when they right get down, that. Vin Man, we gotta watch that one together. Well, and Long, long Allen, you bring up Ishii because uh him and Zack Saber Jr., I didn't think it was gonna happen what I saw happen with him. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. took it to him. A human he, Hasbro and stretched him. And <laughs> he stretched him. <laughs> he stretched. How do you, he stretch? I mean, the little arms, little legs. He he still stretched him, and he got him to tap out. But he pulled, I, I pulling think, apart a gummy bear. I think Doctor Calsonis would would say if he could talk today and wasn't so tired from watching wrestling early in the morning. Uh, wired to, uh, Ishii's eyebrows were on point. I mean, better than any chola I've ever met. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're on fleek is the is the, is the correct um terminology. welcome eyebrows were on fleek they were they were they were pretty uh also uh we we had a, a, a big 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 night for lij i mean they they cleaned Huge. up he, los ingobernables de japon cleaned up moose the mark was the night was lij owning the night your favorite part of wrestle kingdom 13 I mean, look, we, we've had so many iterations of Bullet Club and Chaos and all these other factions. And those LIJ has just been kind of in the background. You know what I mean? Are their shirt, how are their shirts selling at Hot Topic? Are they the entire best selling <laughs> pro wrestling tees? I mean, this is, you know, this is their time to step up with most of the Bullet Club leaving for All Elite Wrestling or other greener pastures. I mean, it's time for LIJ to step up and, get the spotlight they so desperately deserve i mean yeah they're the most steady and i think uh, cohesive what, unit where does suzuki do not go after oh this? suzuki we know, dude. we know exactly where they go after this yeah i mean they, they had a, a rough day at wrestle kingdom being placed on the pre-show and losing their they lost their uh their junior tag titles but the next night they let it be known they're not fucking around I, suzuki's I know, coming after saying. everybody uh, yeah, but Lij right now is on top of the mountain in ter- okay. terms of groups. You guys called it Long Island. You, if you go back into the archives and listen to the great pre-show that you and the doctor Put did, that cigarette. Um, <laughs> Los Ingobernables. That you know, the Lij came in in that uh, tag team championship three-way and sneaked sneaked up on everybody. Right, the, everybody was talking about the Gorillas' destiny. They needed to, to for the future of the Bullet Club. They needed to win this. Everybody thought the Young Bucks were out of it. And in, in, and in that moment, Lij snuck in and, and won this the the tag team championship. They did. They they were they were the team not worrying about anything. Evil and Sonata went out there, did their thing. They're on fire. So now we we've got Lij on top of the mountain, and Bullet Club is the BCOGs, I guess, and they're doing too sweet down low, Moose the Mark. But I mean, you you know Uncle Dave, he was it in Japan. From what he said, talked about after the show, we might, I mean, we're trying to, secrets out, we're trying to get Uncle Dave on later this episode. Is that happening, Vin Man? I I know you were missing some episodes (laughs) trying to pull some strings. The uh, uh, corporate policy will not let me discuss that at the moment. Okay, well, if if we could get him on. Corporate policy won't let me talk about it on the air. We'll we'll get him on, but Moose the Mark, I know you follow Uncle Dave closely, so I'll ask you if we don't have him on then. Um... Bullet Club, BCOGs. Is there any confidence that the Bullet Club steam is going to maintain and keep going with Jay White in charge and this new kind of pecking order within within the group, or is it is it near death? I mean, you you know, you look at the you look at the great factions through history. You know, you look at you know DX, NWO, the Dungeon of Doom. I mean, most of these guys say what you will about their rosters, but they had solid leadership at the top. You had your your Kevin Sullivans or your your Triple H's or your you know your your outsiders in Hogan. I mean, th- what is the line of succession in Bullet Club right now? Who is the the leader is a switchblade? Jay White, correct? Knife pervert, yeah. A, Knife pervert, yeah. A buff Billy Kidman is, is leading the Bullet Club. You think that, a that's buff a, ate that's Billy a, That's Kidman. a problem. <laughs> well, he looks like he he ate Billy Kidman and then put n- knives near his testicles. He's a weirdo. He's a creep. See, see, I don't know. I, I feel like the Bullet Club is sort of getting to that point it where, I mean, 
things might have to split up. I mean, when are we going to see a Bullet Club but black and white Bullet and a Bullet, Bullet Club wolf pack? When are we going to see? Them. But this is the, this is different. This is the Bullet Club. I mean, Fuck this them. thing has has surpassed all other um uh you know alliances right they've had like six different leaders it's been you know, the original members still there i just Fuck can't them. see why the bullet club would fade into obscurity just because most of their members are leaving it, it it's the bullet club it, it's it's like any other faction that we've seen in professional wrestling ever I, see, I'm you're, ta- with you're talking at, yeah of course you will triple j and why you're talking out of both sides of your mouth you how could you trust this knife pervert to lead the bullet club and maintain hot topic t-shirt sales and, and, and the relevance of the bullet club they're done they're done they got a pervert in charge now you go from aj and kenny omega and, and prince devitt to the fucking knife pervert weirdo fuck them Listen, Bullet Club may be getting, you know, not not to ruin anything for anybody, but they may be getting bigger and, and may also be, be getting uh, better valets once again. I, I don't know what everybody's down with the Bullet Club. You're, you're talking about the, the black and white, the red and black. They already had that. You know, the elite is gone. They, uh, they, they formed a separate group. And I, I'll give you that they did lose those heavyweight tag team championships, but they added another belt to their title. Are still the never open weight champs. And uh, on a side note, if there's any listeners out there that have a, a good isolated version of that new Gorillas of Destiny theme, please hit, hit me up on Twitter at Jumpin' Jacob J because I'm, I'm trying to find the Halloween mask because I just want to walk around the house like the good guy, Tom well, and all day listening. Jay, it's interesting you bring up the Gorillas of Destiny because based on the way they had their match at Wrestle Kingdom 13, I would have thought this was your, your most favorite. Uh, tag team in the whole world now, right? Following the rules, making sure they don't break them. Tamatanga, making sure that uh, Tonga doesn't doesn't break up the uh, the, the new the year, new ball. guy. <laughs> um, they have to be your favorite tag team going now, right? Uh, they're 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 one of them, definitely. I I mean I, that that entrance. Uh, they're following all the rules. How can they not be? That's like that's Triple J to a T. You're you're right. You're right. Well, they're, they're, they are, but then they still got that painted freak Jado breaking rules while they're still out there helping them win, hitting people with kendo sticks. I don't know. Bullet Club is in trouble. Well, anytime no, you got not, this, they are not in trouble. This guy who does knife pee-pee things and, and all sorts of weirdness with him and Bullet Ghetto. Bullet Club and the, is fine. The Edward Scissorhands pants. It's just it's just very odd what, what the direction the Bullet Club's gone in. Meanwhile, Los Ingobernables de Japón, they're, they're unified. And, and Naito coming off a, a victory over Chris Jericho in what might be Chris Jericho's greatest match ever. <laughs> I don't know if it gets any better. You're talking about the greatest of all time had his greatest match ever at Wrestle Kingdom 13. I, I might still be on a high from the show, but I'm, I'm thinking it was. Name me a better Chris Jericho match, Moose the Mark. Oh, um, Chris, I'm hard pressed Long Allen. I mean, you, you kind of, you make a good point. I mean, the man just keeps setting new, new, newer, newer peaks for himself. It it, it was unbelievable. Adios, Naito. It it was, I mean, violent. It was athletic. It, Naito was flip-flopping and flying all over the place, Triple J. He was. I think this was actually my favorite match uh, of the night. M- most satisfying. Those those strong style table spots. I mean, I know we had a big one in the main event, which we'll get to in a little bit. But this this was just a 
this was just a great match. Um, do you think this is the last we've seen of uh, of Chris Jericho in New Japan? Of of this new of the new Chris Jericho, the Clockwork any, Orange Chris Jericho, any Chris Jericho. Oh, he was not at New Year Dash. Well, I, I wasn't going to ruin that for some of our audience. You basically have been ruining it full time. I already ruined. We already. Oh, was <laughs> Wire going to watch New Year Dash? No, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So that's fine. If I knew we were going to talk about it, I might have watched yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. He was, not, he was not there, and I think the money w- was on him uh, attacking Okada, you know, just working his way through the ranks of the big guns. Yeah, may- maybe not. Maybe Chris Jericho is going to be a part of All Elite Wrestling. Maybe he's going to show up in the Royal Rumble. He's the greatest of all time, Vin, man. He could be. He could go anywhere. Yeah, he could do that's, anything. That's right. There are no limits on Chris Jericho. A- any promotion will welcome him with open arms. Greatest yeah, Intercontinental that's, that's... Champion in two promotions. Yeah, I, you got You got to say that right now. <laughs> it was, and that was a very violent match. Uh, are you a fan of Chris oh, Jericho violence. taking? Taking cameras and putting his middle finger, the Jericho cam. Uh, I I don't know about that. That's, was that, that's, that's a forty thousand dollar camera. I believe it was called right. Is that what Don Callis called it? A Winnipeg salute. Yes. <laughs> that's good. Um, I I think you talk about violence. To that Corporate image of, won't let me talk about it on the air. <laughs> that 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 image of Nido, you know, basically, you know, straight into the table with his head, looking like a candle oh, on a birthday cake. I mean, that was. I thought his his neck was going to snap in two. That that made RVD blush, didn't it? Triple J, that, that, <laughs> that DDT. Oh my god, yeah. he looked like a nineteen eighties break dancer. It yeah, was, Sami Zayn was jealous. Uh, little Guido was a little taken aback by that as well. Did you see that Chris Jericho, after the pile driver, he took on the ramp? I guess his hair got caught in the in the grating, and he had to he lost like a whole chunk of his hair. <laughs> I, I did not. That, that's it, that was probably the it, the least of his injuries. In that it's a match, good though. it's a good thing he's wearing those hats now. Yeah. <laughs> did he rip it out like the, uh, <laughs> the Nazi from, from Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Uh, Moose the Mark, you, you watched uh, the, the Naito Jericho match on Axis TV version. What was there anything specially done? Was that were there commercials in the middle of those matches on the, the Mark Cuban version? There was. I don't believe there was a commercial during Jericho Naito, but there was a, a, a distinct commercial in that what forty eight minute long main event, the longest main event in Tokyo Dome history. They had really? to throw in it. Yeah, that according to Dave Meltzer, who again was there loving every second of it uh this is the longest main event in tokyo dome history and obviously one of the best but uh the axis tv presentation <laughs> i mean you really you really felt that they, they are getting all behind combat sports i mean tons of ads for their upcoming lineup on fridays now with new japan women of wrestling and some mma gimmick that i don't quite remember the name of but axis is all in on wrestling it's didn't, a very interesting o- time. Didn't Okada and Omega go like 45 minutes or something like that, that two years ago? I don't think that was at the Tokyo, though, was it? Why would that not be at the Tokyo? That was at the, the, it was in Wrestle Kingdom. They went, yes. Here we go. Well, then Okada they didn't go that long. 46-45. Why are we getting conflicting information? Because I, I do remember that being said on the... It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 the just in, it's in Dave's DNA. Are they trying to write off any, any mention of Kenny Omega? Fuck them! Uh oh well. Oh, that might be a good a good quick point. 
Well, you think they're trying to erase the... I like, did you see Suzuki called Kenny Omega the wannabe human video game character? (laughs) 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 So he was still, after after Wrestle Kingdom, he was still shit-talking Kenny Omega, even though Kenny Omega did lose that IWGP Heavyweight Championship and was not there the next night. Another spoiler there, Wired. Should have watched. And who knows what's next for Kenny Omega? That is the big question. What is next for the former IWGP heavyweight champion? Vin Man, what's your prediction? I think he'll continue to wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling. You think? Yeah. You think he just took the night off the next day? Yeah. I mean, a golden lover does that every now and then. The other golden lover, what, he, he, he didn't that take the night off. Year's dash? That was... The, no, the both Golden Lovers were gone from New Year New Year Dash. Kenny oh. Omega probably by choice. Kota Ibushi by concussion. Triple J, uh, you go ahead. Tell everybody the text you sent me after you watched the first match. Um, I'm, I'm trying to recall. I don't. I don't have it on my phone right Regarding now. Regarding Kota Ibushi being concussed and stretchered out at the beginning of the show, uh, he's something probably about. We're lucky that his head didn't fall off. <laughs> well, uh, you said you you said you know it's going to be a hell of a show when oh, someone yeah. gets stretchered out the first match. <laughs> yes, and, and I guess tech, it was a human stretcher. It, it was it, he was on the back brace, and people were just carrying him. Moose the so, Mark. Uh, Vin, Vin, Vin Man, it's not like they were just using a, a table like you and I have seen. <laughs> Moose the Mark, do you think that was a work a work or a shoot or a worked shoot? Kota Ibushi stretchered out what, match one. Was that the was that the planned finish? I mean, I know I know there's been a lot of controversy over that that huge forearm slash elbow right to the sweet spot on the back of the head, but uh, apparently that wasn't the uh, injury that uh, allegedly caused Kota Ibushi to get the concussion. Apparently, it was a series of kicks. Oh in yeah, the corner that uh, that you know rung his bell, as it were. I don't believe this is a a, a work to use the to use a certain phrase that fans use. I don't believe this is a work. Uh, I believe this is a uh, this is an actual incident, and oh, I don't. I think New yeah. Japan, they have the taste. You know, they have, they have the good taste. They're not stuffing tampons in people's mouths or uh, oh, doing any other oh crazy God. things like that. I mean, this they've is, got a know, knife pervert in their main event. What are you talking about? But <laughs> well, so, did you, did you hear? look, Kodobushi was knocked out after that elbow. I mean, he was not even moving. The referee it, didn't want the match to continue. It, it was the, it was the kicks, though. It was the kicks. Those were called okay, – they call those receipts, Moose the Mark, because – Kota had a vicious knee to the back of Osprey's head earlier in the match that caught him clean, and I'm surprised didn't concuss the new never open weight champion. So I, all's fair in in love and pro wrestling, I, I say. So Kota, Kota got what you know was coming. He got kicked in the head in the corner in a tree of woe. That's what happened, right? That's the that's the, what most people are saying happened. The kicks, I, I believe so. Yeah. No, just Will Ospreay's a piece of shit, and I can't stand watching him wrestle. What are you talking about? He's the he might be the the best thing going in New York. He's the worst thing ever. No, he's he's the worst. Great gymnast. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know this guy. Twenty 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 two. I'm sure with the horse. You know this guy is is tremendous. But you know a wrestler. What are you talking about? He's the never open weight champion, and he said everybody said they wanted me to uh, change my style to shorten because I was shortening my career. I did, and now I'm going to shorten everyone else. His career, and he is decapitation like elbow. He's great. He's dressed like Robin Hood, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Will Ospreay's a legend. 
legend. So then, man, legend. You'd, you'd rather see him on the pommel horse or a floor routine. Yeah. Is where I, mean, I would have rather excelled. see him anywhere, right? Technically, but I guess he, that's where he's well suited. He's, he's got great music. Let's not take anything away from that. I'm elevated. Is anyone else elevated with me on Will Ospreay? Moose the Mark, where do you go, come out on the Never Open Weight champ? I think Will Ospreay's the future. I think he is going what? to. I mean, he's the future of professional Maybe wrestling. The, the future of the junior but, division. But, I, I, I'm not he's less than a porterhouse. How is that going to happen? <laughs> he's the <laughs> he's the never open weight champion. <laughs> Wired and I eat steaks bigger than him. For, Are you for, for every at, day? Did you you didn't obviously weren't looking at it. He looked jacked in that match, didn't he? Yeah, you Mark, you're a body guy. Yeah, we're not talking about Zack Saber Junior here. We're talking about <laughs> the no. human Gumby. Yeah, he's proportional. <laughs> He's, he's... Uh, yeah, but I, okay, I'll I'll say this. I mean, oh, I shucky, I shucky. feel like the never open weight title was all about strong style and, and guys like Ish Goto being in that. And now you got you know you got too many flips in this never open weight division. <laughs> Let, it's okay, like whenever, we, it's like whenever you? Bully Ray and Kevin Nash tried to compete in the X division. What yeah, are you talking about? <laughs> we the over under was set at 69 and a half full revolutions in that match. It was well under 69 and a half. They they it, and talk about strong style, the loser was stretchered out from a concussion. That that was strong style that match. A lot of people think that was the ma- match of the night. W- Wired, I know you saw on social media people love that match. Yeah, I know. People love the match. They were, yes, they were yes, wondering yes, about what was going yes, on yes, um, yes. with Ibushi. And then I guess people kind of like Will Ospreay. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Will yeah. Ospreay is a fine athlete. I won't take any of that away from him. He's so just, am I. He, he, he just needs to stay in his lane in the juniors, you know, in the juniors division. <laughs> well, Moose the Mark, Moose the Mark, we didn't get your comments on it. Kenny Omega, the former, the 66th IWGP heavyweight champ. Lost to the ace, Tanahashi. Where do you think Kenny Omega goes next? What's next for the best bout machine? I mean, obviously, you know, this whole match was just a repudiation of Kenny Omega's entire philosophy. I mean, his his thesis heading into this match was, my style is superior. The American hard-hitting independent indie guy style is, is no, you know, the ace, you know, clean-cut, air guitar style of Tanahashi has no place in 2019 and well it turns out it still does because he soundly defeated the best bout machine uh, soundly is I I don't think you know what that that word means I didn't see any interference I didn't see any any shenanigans well, I okay, saw a high fly about, flow what about Tanahashi going against you know his style per se and hitting that high fly high fly flow off the top rope through a table long now on the T- tables well, is something he that he he didn't hit it he didn't hit it on Kenny Omega he hit well, it through the table he hit the table but maybe his, in his mind he hesitated because this wasn't what an ace would do an ace would never well, try to attack did. someone through a table but he, he calls himself that I, I, it's you know I, I think Kenny's gonna have to have a sober realization he's like this is my style this is what I've set my career working towards this goal and I cannot beat Tanahashi the man wrestling the same style since the eighties. I mean, you know, that's got to be a sobering moment for him. I mean, he's going to have to, you know, realize what, what, where can I go next? Where do I take my talents next? Do I stay in New Japan and try to reclaim my throne? Do I go to WWE and take this massive, massive offer? Or do I go to All Elite Wrestling and try to carve my own path? I mean, this is the most fascinating story this 2019 opens up. 
It, it is. It's. I mean, and it's January, which means a, a lot of things can happen, right? With Kenny Omega, because that Royal Rumble, that's prime for a guy like him, or maybe All Elite Wrestling coming up on January eighth, two days away, as of this live on tape, Brainbuster Radio, All Elite Wrestling in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Jaguar Stadium. There, what do you expect at that big rally, Vin Man? Do you expect Kenny Omega? Do you expect? Shad Khan to come out out of a out of a, a portal out of a big tube like Super Mario. What what do you think happens? Uh, well, there's yeah, they're gonna make some big announcements. Yeah, you know they're gonna get you know they're probably gonna give away some T-shirts to get the you know the fifty fans that show up riled up. Fifty fans? Is that what you expect? SmackDown is in town that same night, and, and I expect you know everybody to be at the SmackDown event. Oh, well, they're not happening at the same it's time. Later right? at the, it's later in the day, though. But no, SmackDown pre-show. No! Are, are, are you really going to be able to get to both? I, I don't know. But I, I would expect, you know, you know they're, you know, they're going to be hooting and hollering about how they're going to change the wrestling business forever, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, they may have, you know, they could just get some guy to show up and they could be like, oh, Kenny Omega's here and nobody would know the difference. Oh, shit. Because you know, probably half the people have only heard about this guy or seen him in gift form. Oh. So they wouldn't be able to really identify him. I, I don't I don't know if that's the case. Brainiacs, let us know what you think Kenny Omega's going to do next. Let us know if you're going to attend the rally in Jacksonville. Tweet it, read it, count it, shout it, be all about it at the Brain Busters on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or call the Brain Buster Radio hotline at 412 412- 4075 BBR. Call it any time. Kids, get your parents' permission. It's open 365, 24-7, all the time. You could call in, chime in, be on the show even. It's right there for you, the BBR hotline. 1-900-909-9900. And with that, guys, we did get it. He's here. I just got, we're going to bring him into our, 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 our official Marburger chat here. Our special guest for this very special episode of Brain Buster Radio, where we have everyone here. The doctor is in. Musta Mark is even here. And now we have our special guest to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 13 some more and his experience at the Tokyo Dome. It is the one. It is the only. It is everyone's favorite uncle. Dave Meltzer is on Brain Buster Radio. Hello, Uncle Dave. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Hey, Long Island, how's it going? Yeah, well, really smoky in Tokyo. Are you back yet from Japan, <laughs> Uncle Dave? No, I'm Were still you... over here. I mean, I've got about you, you know, get six, sick? seven. A lot of travel. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just something I've been dealing with for the last, you know, eight or nine months or so. But, I mean, no, I feel great. I mean, it's the first time I've been in Japan in, uh, you know, like 10 years, 15 years, maybe longer. And, you know, I'm just having a great time uh, meeting all my friends uh, you know, everyone who came up to me is so nice, taking so many pictures. They love my starter jackets. Uh, it's it's been a, a great time. That was a sick San Jose starter jacket. I saw a shark starter jacket he was wearing. Oh. Man, real cool. <laughs> Uh, well, Uncle Dave, we got a lot of questions for you today about your trip to Tokyo. Was that your first Wrestle Kingdom? No, no, no. That was my first Wrestle Kingdom. I've been to several, you know, Wrestle Kingdoms. You know, back when they were good, uh, and and. You know, I mean, they're still good now, but they're good in a different way. I mean, there's different kinds of good. And you, you could say they're better than they've ever been. But you could also say that what once has been is also good in a different way. But it, no, this this is not my first wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom, no. 
Well, no, every, they, oh, go ahead, Triple J. Sorry. Uh, okay, Dave, uh, you know, at least on the English commentary that I was watching, Kevin Kelly announced that the paid attendance was 38,000 and some odd. Uh, does that sound accurate to you from, you know, the sources <laughs> you're hearing from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, this, this is, you know, it was a legit sellout. Uh, this is the biggest figure they've ever had, the biggest house they've ever had at the Tokyo Dome. I don't know if it's just for wrestling or for other things. I mean, there was the time the Pope came to the Tokyo Dome and, you know, kind of got a, a bigger attendance. Uh, you know, there was the time uh, that, uh, what's, Ario Speedwagon sold out the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot cheap trick uh, sold out the Tokyo Dome. I mean, the numbers there Great don't dance. really last yeah no they're I, 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 absolutely are, are they great ba- they're great bands but are, are they wrestling i mean i don't know i wasn't there i don't know if they incorporated you know maybe some matches you know in the pre-show to warm up or something like that but I, no as, as far as wrestling new japan wrestling in the tokyo dome yes this, this is absolutely the biggest gate they've ever had now dave this is vin man here uh Hi, man. I, I i know uh on um <laughs> Uh, your Wrestling Observer newsletter that's going to be coming out later this week and, and on Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, you're going to be revealing your, your matches, uh, match grades. C- could you let us in on just a little a little peek uh, on what match uh, got the highest grade and, and how many stars you gave it? I mean, you know, I, I, can't, I can't, I'm not going to say how many stars I'm giving out, although I will say that at least the main event is Absolutely going to be at least five stars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was one of the top, it was one of the top maybe six or four best matches I've ever seen at the Tokyo Dome. I, you know, I, I can't really say which. I got to watch it again. You know, I was there live. You know, certain things you have to see close up. But, you know, I mean, it was definitely in the top four and a half matches I've ever seen. I mean, sometimes, you know, you can make the argument if it had gone like seven minutes, seven minutes and 22 seconds longer, it, it might have been just, just you know, that little bit better. But, it, you know, who could say? We're going to have to watch it and, uh, you know, just 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 see, see what happens. You know, the, well, let, the, let, let the stars fall where they may. Well, Uncle, Uncle Dave, speaking of stars, I know you can't reveal your match rating stars on our program because you got your own, but maybe you could give us star ratings on some other things that happened to you in Japan and your experiences, if you could oblige us. That's a good point, and that leads to a question I was going to ask. Were were you able to eat at the Ribera Steakhouse, and were you given a jacket? Uh, I was able to eat at the Ribera Steakhouse. I was able to replace my jacket from 1972 because somehow I'm even more jacked now than, than I was then. So it was really nice. You know, I got to go, the proprietor's there, and he met me, and, you know, once I explained to him who I was and, you know, that... No, I'm not a wrestler, but I still should be able to get a jacket. You know, I mean, there was some discussion, some arguments about that, but I did eventually, you know, get my jacket. Uh, I would have liked the the circumstances to be a little more peaceful. You know, I would have liked, you know, not to have to just sort of grab it and run out of the restaurant before the police were called. But, you know, I mean, it's a different culture. They don't know, you know, exactly who I am. I mean, I write 80,000 words every week, but those words are in English. So my, 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 my reputation may not precede me. So there was some issues getting my jacket, but I do have it right now. It it, it is, you know, on me. I could, you know, feel my biceps just straining at the satin material of the sleeves. 
every time I move my giant arms. Uh, it, it is it's it's great. You know, I'm very happy to have one. How many stars? How many stars do you give the steak at Rivera Steakhouse? Uh, you know, I ordered medium rare, uh, very garlicky, uh, for a steak. You know, a lot of, a lot of butter though, which I always appreciate. And whew, you know, I mean, this is probably uh three 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 and three and three quarters maybe really is that it three and three quarters i mean well you're talking just steak or including sides i mean because it's just the steak just the steak oh steak itself easily easily four and a half but you know it's a good steak but you know the sides. I mean, you know, it's a meal. It's a totality of a meal. It's everything. It's the it's the ambiance. It's how the bathrooms look that night. It's, it's how fast your service is. Whether someone next to you is is talking too loudly or not. I mean, it's it's you know, it's a, it's a holistic kind of procedure. And uh, yeah, yeah, the three th- three and three quarters, maybe three and a half. Uh, I'm not sure. Mr. Meltzer, why here again? Just just letting you know, not a fan, but. Um, I, I still want to talk about maybe if you can't give us the ratings of your actual match of the actual matches. Is there is can we talk about maybe parts of the show like Okada's tights reveal? Like how many stars would you give that? Oh, it would be you know eight 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 nine ten stars. I mean, did you see that viral video? That, that seems about right. You see that viral video of everyone sitting in like a pub and watching it on a satellite broadcast and everyone just going nuts. Yeah, we saw we did yeah. see it. that's that Vin Man was was astonished at that, but he, he couldn't <laughs> believe there was a blast area that big. Do you know where that blast area was? Yeah, I think it was in Spain watching the World Cup two years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean who, who's to say? Well, Uncle Dave, <laughs> Uncle Dave, we know that you're a night owl and and you like you like going out on the town and where you're friends with Rocky Romero. So, what, what, how many stars would you give Rapungi uh, at three a.m.? Oh, three a.m. I mean, there's you know, there's there's just I mean, there's a lot going on. You know, I mean, we're doing karaoke. We're in the little room. It's very different from you know American karaoke, where you know it's just sort of like a, a big shared experience. Um, love hotels, always fun. Rocky Romero, you know, the service is exceptional, and uh, you know, yeah, went to some game centers, went to Alcahabra, uh, try to find some did, old. Did you go to Super Potato, Mr. Meltzer? Uh, I do go to Super Potato. Uh, I still don't understand why it's named that. But and did Rocky Romero let anybody else sing? Uh, I I don't know. I, I I was in the bathroom until someone knocked on the door and said it's your turn to sing. So then I came out, and then after I was done, I just went right back in the bathroom, uh, just so I wouldn't have to just see or you know hear anyone else singing. It was just you know I I just sang when it was my turn, and then I just kind of just switched off. Uh, what about uh, I know you're you hung out with the Tokyo pimp you, you put on social media hanging out with Yujiro and some of his uh, girls. How many stars would you give Yujiro's girls? Yujiro's girls. I mean, you know, I can't rate each individual one, you know, by itself. Those they just take too much time. And, you know, obviously, I mean, such a busy week, you know, with the I mean between me and Gene and Priscilla Kelly. I mean, there's so much going on this week. I, I, I just don't have the time to rate individual girls or else. You know, my, the observer might 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 be ninety thousand words or a hundred thousand words, but I mean, I'll, it was a good time. It was great. I don't know if it's going to be you know some of the best girls that I've ever experienced in Japan, but I mean, it's it's definitely up there. You know, I'd were say, they girls? Were they girls? I mean, they were women. They were women. Okay. <laughs> yes. They were they were women. 
Yes. So, 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 Uncle Dave, uh, you know, in in the presence of the knife pervert, you know, uh, Jay White, what what kind of pervert would you consider yourself? <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm probably like a, uh, I would say a keyboard pervert, or maybe, you know, like a a VHS tape pervert, a Xerox machine pervert. I mean, just all the tools of the trade. You know, I mean, he uses knives. I use. You know my 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 fingers, my brain, my my voice. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just an all around pervert, I guess. You know, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> utility pervert. He's he's a pervert. He's a pervert. Uh, Uncle Dave, we we really appreciate you coming on talking about your experience in in Japan. Uh, overall, Uncle Dave takes Tokyo. How many stars was your your trip? It was all the star, all the stars above me, all the stars below me. It was just. Uh, just an amazing trip, you know. I mean, you know, if I didn't have my wife and my, and my my kids, you know, maybe maybe I'd love to go over there and just sort of start life again, you know, learn Japanese and just sort of try to blend in and just live live out the rest of my days as a Japanese man living in Akihabara. I mean, that's would I like to do that? Yes, you know, do I see it happening? Mm, but you know, I mean, it, it was just an amazing experience. It, I'd say seven and one quarter stars. Wow. I can't wait to go to Tokyo. Anything left for, for Uncle Dave Vinman? I think that's it. <laughs> Triple J? Thank you for your time, Mr. Melter. Wired? Go away. <laughs> All right. Uncle Dave, get please get better. You sound awful. Right. Thank you for your insight, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you somewhere down the road. All right. Thank you for having me, guys. Uncle Dave Meltzer, Brainiacs. Oh, Moose, uh, Moose, did you want to? Oh, Moose. Moose just got my mic working again. I just got my mic working again. Did we miss Dave? You had your shit muted yeah. the whole time, you dummy. Ah, oh, my goodness. Hey, everyone. It's Long Allen Ice Tea, and I want to tell you before the episode starts about Anchor. Now, Brainbuster Radio has been going on since 2012, but with Anchor Podcasting, We've really stepped our game up here, talking pro graps with you, and we're everywhere now because of Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast gimmick out there, and that is because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast, and most importantly for us here at BBR, it is 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. The Marburgers came from on high and said, hey... Use Anchor for the podcast, and that's what we're doing. We're using Anchor now, and we're everywhere, and we haven't been happier. It hasn't been sim- been simpler in the six years we've been doing the show. So if you've always wanted to do a wrestling show or any kind of podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start, and join me, Long Allen Ice-T, and the Brain Busters, and the diverse community that uses Anchor as a podcasting service they're all using it. You need to get on it. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, let's get to start talking pro graps. This is Brain Buster Radio, where the big boys play. All right. Well, that 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 does it for our Wrestle 13, Wrestle Kingdom 13 uh, conversation. Brainiacs, if you have any other comments or concerns or questions about it, holler at us. You want to converse about Wrestle Kingdom 13, we're always here for you at the Brain Busters on social media. Let's go to this big-ass Raw vid, man. Yeah, this is what it's all about right here. Yeah, you look at some of the names announced for this Raw. You know, always the the 
the Raw of the national, the same night as the college football national championship, always a huge Raw. You're going to have John Cena showing up for the first time on Raw in a long time. Braun Strowman making his return to Raw. Uh, Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, is going to be on Raw. Paul Heyman's going to be with him. You know you're going to have a few McMahons on Raw. And you're going to have the immortal, one and only Hulk Hogan is going to be making his return to Monday Night Raw. This is maybe the most hyped I've been for a Raw since Raw 25 last year. Really? Yes. It's it's that oh, big. Yeah. Big, big, this is bigger than the night after WrestleMania. This oh, is right big, now. Yeah. Easily. The, the, easily. All these returns on the same night, not not to mention the Royal Rumble taking shape. We've had some uh, Monday Night Raw combatants already declare yep. d- during house shows that they're going to be in the Rumble. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor at house shows this week. Triple J, they declare for the Rumble. Are you anticipating this Raw to be as big as Vin Man just hyped it up to be? Uh, he's hyping it up very big uh, to the point that I'm going to – I mean, I'm going to have two screens going, obviously, for, you know – for the other ball game, for that, that uh, I, I think so. I, I think it'll hold. Uh, I may have to tap into the, the telephone pole line in case I need some more juice. But uh, <laughs> juice! Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, a lot of returns, like like Vin Man said, you got Hogan coming back to eulogize the great Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, you got Cena coming. Is Becky? I'm thinking maybe Becky Lynch is going to follow him. Oh my god. Well, she's got a big match she's got to prepare for on SmackDown Live the following night. Tri- big triple threat to determine the number one contender. Yeah, that's right. a huge match. Carmella, Charlotte, and the man. I mean, that 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 might be bigger but, than Raw. Well, maybe, but the man... I might be more the man, for that. The man and John Cena look like they have some unfinished business there. Do you think the man comes and steals John Cena's spotlight on Raw? <laughs> That would be the best shit. She might steal Hogan's spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever she wants. Moose, Moose and Mark, what are you most what are you anticipating the most on this big night of returns on Monday Night Raw? I mean, I'm just anticipating Raw being live again. I'm just anticipating Raw being that tune-in, can't miss, shareable, viral experience that we just embrace at the same time as millions of other people in the WWE universe. I'm not a fan of taped shows. I just don't feel compelled to watch it, no matter how amazing the action or how many incredible title changes happen with the U.S. title or whatnot. I, I, I'm a sucker for live TV, Long Allen. I, I just can't wait for Experience Raw Live. Well, we, we, we need Moose to mark on some of our other shows talking about live television. And yeah, we, like need, that, uh, we, need to, <laughs> we need to start cutting some uh, Brain Buster Radio uh, coming up soon calendar promos and have Moose the Mark voice them. That was great. Brain Buster Radio live in New York City. <laughs> Moose the Mark, Hulk Hogan returning on this night to talk about his good friend Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh you think Hogan's just going to come out there straight up talk about Mean Gene? Do you think he gets involved in, in the in the goings on of Monday Night Raw at all? What, what do you think happens with Hulk Hogan? And is this a great time for Hogan to return? I mean, is this is I guess the question is is this the one off or is this part of the fresh start? You know, so far the fresh start has pretty much just meant that all the McMahons show up on every show, which is not that fresh really i mean i don't know could we see hulk hogan as a new general manager policy won't let me talk about it on the air 
Can we see Hulk Hogan sort of usurp Stephanie and Triple H and become the CEO and CFO of WWE all in one person? I I, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for Hulk Hogan. Is he just going <laughs> to come out there, you know, mislabel what 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 arena the Raw is taking place in, and then just <laughs> cut a couple, take a couple kind words about Mister Okerlund? I, I don't know. It's live. I we don't know anything. It's live. It's, it's going to happen. It's live, pal. Do you think he could come out in blackface? No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I De- I doubt that. But maybe, maybe orange face. <laughs> maybe some like Hollywood era, you know, drawing in the beard. I don't know if that counts. But uh, no, I do not anticipate Hulk's going to do anything controversial. Would it be a good political move for Hulk Hogan to come out and endorse Apollo Crews as the next great star in WWE? <laughs> the guy, give the give him the rub. All right, after watching him, uh, uh, Apollo Crews, oh, gorilla that press slam. Uh, I mean, my goodness. I mean, I mean <laughs> well, that that performance in that battle royal. That was amazing. Just pressing people over his head the whole time. That might be my favorite move of 2019. Uh, a gorilla press. Apollo Cruz's press. And you got to think about right now. I mean, it's early to make predictions for the Royal Rumble, but if Apollo Cruz oh. is in it, you know, you got to, you know, well, I know he, he may he not. He has a favorable draw. Yeah, he may not be an odds uh, on favorite, but he, he certainly. You know, display the you know what it takes to get it done. I mean, in we'll, that situation. we'll have to talk about that for the Rumble episode, Triple J, because Vin Man and I were off air talking about how how much of an advantage it is to be able to press someone in a Rumble because there's no way they can avoid uh, landing on the outside, both feet touching the floor if you press them sky high over your head like that. Apollo right, Cruz has one of the best weapons for the Rumble. There's no way to counter that. And I would love to see Hulk Hogan teach him how to press people properly. Like whenever he he lifted the, he pressed the giant above his head. (laughs) He did. He did it. Hulk Hogan returns. Braun Strowman, you think he's fully healed, wired, Braun Strowman? What's the word on social media? I know you follow a lot of doctors on Twitter. What are they saying about Braun's elbow? Well, Dr. Oz hasn't really talked about um, Braun Strowman too much. But if you go to the new WWE.com, You'll see some 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 real cool videos about what what these treatments are doing for Braun Strowman and and you know what I gotta say I I don't like Braun Strowman's chances I mean you and Vidman try and try to keep your hands where we see them but you can't it's hard to beat Brock Lesnar at a hundred percent and if you're at ninety nine point nine percent good luck and and that's where. And Braun Strowman looks like he's like at sixty percent right now. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I give much of a chance. I mean, again, we're not giving predictions yet, but I mean, oh, Brock Lesnar—this is not a prediction. Has, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're not giving away spoilers yet either. But Brock Lesnar—he's <laughs> already beaten Braun Strowman once, and that was when Braun Strowman was a hundred percent, and he still couldn't get the job done. It's true. It's going to be. Uh, Interesting to see if Braun Strowman has a new strategy. Is that monster able to strategize, change up his game plan at all since it didn't work the first time? And I don't know, maybe that polar bear plunge helped heal the elbow a little bit. He did that polar. Did you go to <laughs> Mustamark? Did you do the polar bear plunge with Braun Strowman? Uh, no, you know, the, the, the East River is uh, not the most hospitable, no matter what the temperature is. I am not. Uh, not taking any plunges anytime I mean, soon. Uh, don't probably, be a probably, pussy. Uh, Build up your immunity. There's a lot of good chemicals in that water that will help you. Can you swim? Yes, I'm a good swimmer. I have a pool. My my parents have a pool. Mooses can swim. Yeah, moose can swim. 
Moose, I'm pretty sure I saw it looked like some people were in that river after they did the plunge, but it seemed like they were sleeping or, or doing the back float in that river. Uh, it's possible <laughs> that the frigid temperatures. The young bucks. I mean, we did on the Jericho cruise, uh, and I don't think we're going to get well, which there. LAX was it? Well, that's the Impact LAX. If you want to talk about the OGs, they might be able to be booked yeah, by that's AAA. that's what I'm talking about. But I doubt that happens. Uh, we also uh, have some news on the Evolve scene here, Moose the Mark. You'll want to hear that Austin Theory is going to be taking on NXT superstar member of the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, for the Evolve Championship. He's the, the latest challenger in NXT superstar for that belt. Man, that's great. That's going to be happening while you guys are in transit on Friday. I believe. Just Triple J and I will be hauling ass to New York City to make it there in time for NXT. So does this mean that uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the Undisputed Era will not be participating in TakeOver? We'll see. I mean, people have – the Miz pulled double duty in New York City, so why can't the Undisputed Era? That's true. And as also, long as something's apparently not in Queens or Astoria. I feel like people can get around that city very quickly. It, you, yeah. If you have a helicopter, you could get around anywhere. Um, <laughs> in Los Angeles, in the dojo, the New Japan dojo, a recently released WWE superstar who's pretty good friends with some New Japan uh, roster members was hanging out with the head coach of New Japan's LA dojo, Shibata. That's right. TJ Perkins was seen kicking it with the wrestler, Dr. Calsonis. TJP, could he be NJPW bound? I don't know, Liv. You know, you, but again, he is hanging out with the wrestlers, so it's 50 50. I'm really hoping that TJP gets to be a part of the. Uh, the upcoming uh, juniors super junior tournament there. Oh, best man. of the super juniors. Yes, I mean if he if he's in if he's in best of the super juniors, he could be the first person ever to win the cruiserweight classic and the best of the super juniors. Yeah, that's something. And uh, also this week, uh, Kurt Angle announced that he would have his last match ever at WrestleMania this year. We're gonna find out his opponent hopefully this week or soon. But, yeah, he uh, said he he said he's going to announce it on, on Raw Monday Night Raw. Well, let let's let's hope and uh, <laughs> let's speculate. Who's it going to be, Vin Man? You're up first. Well, I'll say uh, how great of a moment was it before his contest with Apollo Cruz to go uh, say hi to everybody in the crowd. High fived every single he high fived every single person sitting in in the front row or an aisle seat. I mean, just a great. Great guy who great. loves Pittsburgh. I enjoyed that match with him and Apollo Cruz so much. I wouldn't mind seeing it again uh, if that is what's chosen. Um, it, it's really hard to say at this point. I mean, there's it. It, it could really be anybody. And, I mean, you think think about all the guys that don't have matches uh, selected yet. It's, it's very hard to say. It, could it be Jeff Jarrett? It could be Jeff Jarrett, yeah. Sting? It, um, uh, Christian, I, those are those are the three I'm hoping for the most. <laughs> He's got the most history with those guys. Well, Vinman doesn't care to take a guess because he just can't. How about you, Moose the Mark? Do you have a guess and/or a preferred opponent for our Olympic gold medalist? 
Moose? Oh, I'm sorry. Come again? Do you have a preferred <laughs> opponent or a guess <laughs> for who yes, Kurt Angle will face at WrestleMania? Corey Graves. Think about it. I don't think he's cleared for action. No, he'll get cleared to put out to put oh, a hi, Pittsburgh Mark. legend out to pasture. I can't think of anyone who would do it besides Corey Graves. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, what about Elias? Oh yeah, Elias too. Shit. Well, that killed your first Mark. Your first thought. Oh, yeah. hi, Mark. <laughs> How about you, Wired? Who you got? I don't think it could be anybody else other than the Undertaker. <laughs> why would it be anyone else? Why should uh, be anyone else? That's cool. It's fitting. Yeah. But the Undertaker's retired. He is I not. don't know about that. He's, the Undertaker he's actually... The Undertaker was beaten by the big dog in Orlando. He left his hat in the middle of the ring, and now he's doing autograph signings at Comic Cons. As me and Mark Callis. Look, he he <laughs> Here's what we've known about the about the Undertaker since he's lost the big dog. His oh, lack of respect has gone to hell, right? <laughs> he 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 spit on he doesn't he spit on Triple H. He spit on Shawn Michaels. He's going to spit on the retirement of Kurt Angle and and basically yeah. just you know take the glory out of this. You want to talk about somebody who's going off script? It may be the Undertaker. <laughs> I think he's. Do you think he's just trying to ruin his own legacy as much as possible? He's he's getting Shawn Michaels to unretire from for matches nobody wants. He's he's squashing John Cena and ruining his career and his marriage or his proposed marriage. He's out there. He's doing autograph signings with Con Conrad Thompson. I mean, meet Callis. I don't know if it's ruining the under. It might be ruining the Undertaker, but he might be better than the Undertaker. This is <laughs> in this in this business. In this business, oh, you know, Father Time never never um, you know is lighthearted and never you know gives you a break. And it's hard to go out on your own terms here. It's hard to go out on your own on your own terms in the world of professional wrestling. I I I'm actually not going to say the Undertaker's going to face Kurt Angle because I half-ass believe that. Triple H is going to force the Undertaker into his own match, so it's a triple threat, and he could avoid Batista. Give it no, to me. There, Give me what I, want. I don't see that happening. I, I trip, trip, you would, you would have put that past Triple H just as a way to make sure he doesn't have to get, you know, go face to face with Batista one on one. No, I, I, I think Triple H is ready to. I, I, but I just don't see the Undertaker getting involved in that. I, I he's got to be involved in something. That's probably the most the. And what's John Cena doing? Where is John Cena? Maybe he's going to be the one. Is he going to be on Raw this week? Is he going to be on Raw this week? I John haven't seen Cena? that advertised. Me neither. I thought I saw that for some reason. I don't know why. I, I saw that John Cena got uh, crushed by Zelina Vega on Twitter. You, I'm sure you saw that wired because you're the salt of social media. Of course. But, I mean, no one brought it up, so why would I bring it up? You're right. Uh, we could bring this up. So Kurt Angle's facing maybe The Undertaker or well, maybe, who do you think he's going to face? Um, I think he's going to face. Uh, uh, I'm going to say. Uh, uh, what about Kane? The Big Dog? Big oh. Dog. Big Dog's got he's got personal issues with a few people before Kurt Angle. I don't think it's going to be the Big Dog. If I, if Kurt Angle has his pick, I bet he picks Chad Gable. Uh, an Olympian. That'd be a good wrestling match. A good wrestling match. Uh, but um, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping it's the Velveteen Dream. That's who I'm hoping it is. Oh, my goodness. That would be good. <laughs> 
But who knows? The Velveteen Dream might be busy at NXT on Friday of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen with his North American Championship? And who knows what's going to happen with the NXT title? Tommaso Ciampa having neck surgery. Triple H is going to address the state of the NXT title this coming Wednesday on NXT. What do you expect to happen, Moose the Mark, with the NXT title? Will it be held in abeyance? Um, I mean, has the NXT title ever been sort of held up like this before? It's usually been a pretty fairly linear transition. This is like the first time that the NXT title has, you know, been controversial. Uh, no, I th- thought when Bo Dallas, when it wasn't it vacated, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong there. No, it's, I seem to feel like there was some sort of issue with Bo Dallas and his championship, or maybe he just did. He lost. It was the ladder match, right? He that he had a ladder match yeah. with that belt. I mean, it was just, um, yeah, I think he was just in a ladder match. So you're right, Mr. Mark. It's been very clean, cut, and dry for the history of this championship, making it one of the most prestigious. But now the waters have been muddied. How do how does Triple H avoid this title losing any of its luster? You just got to put it on a, a good match, right? You gotta you got you gotta put something together. That the people we gotta have because... people who deserve a championship match. You know, you can't be. You know, given putting people in this in this thing that don't belong there, like Daniel Bryan, which I kind of expect Daniel Bryan to be involved in this match for some reason. First ever NXT appearance for Daniel Bryan. Do you bring people back that maybe you called up too soon to help, uh, you know, elevate this match? You know, Aleister Black or, uh, uh, you know, do you bring back Johnny Gargano? Things like that. Well, Johnny Gargano took out Tommaso Ciampa, so I'm sure he'll he'll figure out a way to get involved in this. But I mean, Tyler Breeze just had a big Tyler Breeze just beat EC3. What about Tyler Breeze, Vin Man? Sorry, he's gone. Oh, we started we started talking uh, NXT and Vin Man left. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap up before we lose Moose. All right. Well, the NXT title, who the hell knows what happens with it. Let's hope the Velveteen Dream gets all the belts. Now, Ring of Honor, New Japan, going to Madison Square Garden this past week. A very interesting Ring of Honor 17th anniversary. We got an unexpected main event was the tag team title match. PCO and Brody King versus the Briscoes. And it was the most violent, bloody mess of a match that 2019's ever seen. And maybe the century has seen that didn't involve Mick Foley in a, in the match. It was bloody. It was scary. It was violent. And it ended up with new tag team champions. The Briscoes will not be facing the Gorillas of Destiny. It's going to be Villain Enterprises and the Gorillas of Destiny. That means that at Madison Square Garden, we don't know who the Briscoes are going to face. And also, the ROH title ended in controversy. It was a draw. A 60-minute draw, Moose the Mark. Jay Lethal retains but only because he drew against Matt Taven does this mean that Marty Skrull Matt Taven and Jay Lethal should have a triple threat at Madison Square Garden and if so are you okay with the ROH title being defended in a triple threat in the world's most famous arena yeah I mean look it's not like the three of honor title is certainly a prestigious belt but I mean it's the it's ROH you know it's not like we're talking about the raw women's championship here all right that's a belt that needs the prestige of a one-on-one contest. The Ring of Honor World Title, you have a three-way, have a gauntlet match, a battle royal, what have you, you know? That's a lot of talking out of the both sides of all your mouths. You down for the count, Triple threats out. are great. 
when when they are need to happen. And this one needs to happen. You got Matt Taven has a legitimate claim. Jay Lethal has has the belt. And then, of course, Marty Skrull, it, one survival of the fittest. He belongs there, and he's the most popular Ring of Honor uh, wrestler currently. And not to mention, his partners in, in villain crime are in the tag t- title for title match. You also get Jeff Cobb versus Will Ospreay. One-on-one, the... the the best part about Ring of Honor is worlds colliding, but also, and New Japan, but also the clashing of styles. You've got the high-flying, knock-your-head-off style of Will Ospreay and the pure power of Olympian Jeff Cobb. TV title, never open weight title, title for, title for title, all the gold in Madison Square Garden. This might steal the show, Wired. Oh, what? I'm sorry, what? I, was, I fell asleep when we were talking about ROH at Madison Square Garden. So what? So you're just gonna pout all the way to MSG? Is that what's gonna happen? No, 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 not all the way to MSG. Through MSG, and then on the way home, I will be pouting. As well, I I guarantee you, by the end of that show, you won't be pouting because you're gonna be enthralled. I mean, you've got Jeff Cobb, who just beat Shane Taylor, who you can't sleep on, taking on Will Ospreay, who legitimately knocked out Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom, and not to mention. What the hell is going to happen with the IWGP title? The knife pervert defending against the winner of the New Japan Cup, Moose the Mark. The tournament's underway right now. I don't know if you've seen the brackets, but Kota Ibushi has moved on. Colt Cabana has moved on. Uh, and they're still alive. Do you ex- Who do you expect to win that tournament and face the knife pervert? Uh, like I said, Long Island, I have not been paying attention to this development. I've been trusting you to, to watch everything because you do watch everything. Of course I me. do. I do. Tell so, me who tell me t- who I should want to win this. Whoever you want. Anyone anyone who's going to beat the knife pervert is who we want to win. That's who we're rooting for. Cuz the night we cannot have a knife pervert as our IWGP champion or any kind of champion. He he's a knife pervert. You, you know who you know what knife perverts do, Musta Mark? They've got a they, they hold knives knives in their hands while they're, you know, Doing their thing and the with their hand on their PP, it's it's disturbing. And he's while he's wearing the belt, it's awful. Sounds like the IWGP needs to take a long, hard look at uh, who's representing their brand right now. It, it, it they do, and, and also I've heard some disturbing rumors on the internet's as well that you might have seen that you know there's a video going around of of the knife pervert wearing the IWGP heavyweight title belt while holding a knife in one hand and his ding dong in the other and it's and if it got out i heard it would ru- it would ruin the msg show so wired i'm sure you're rooting for that to happen so the show gets canceled cancel give me what i want cancel what what are you going to do if it gets canceled uh hall of fame baby give me what i want harlem heat going in the hall of fame also last bit of our news here this week on Brady never mind Radio i don't want to go to the, i don't want to go to the hall of fame anymore all right, Brainiacs, time to wrap things up. Going to get bloody, hopefully not as bloody as Villain Enterprises versus the Briscoes, but no promises. It's time for False Count Anywhere. Brainiacs, it is I, a man called Wired, and we are on the road to WrestleMania. We are we are almost there. We're, we're turning the quarter. Our exit, our exit sign is, is in the clear visible skies of new york city and and once we get there 
you're damn well better be ready because Brain Buster Radio has you covered. Yes, 80 hours, actually minus 11. So 69 hours nice. of coverage is coming that weekend for Brain Buster Radio from Long Allen and, J- and Triple J's um, road diaries to 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 a man called Wired and search for a soft serve ice cream cone. Triple J's punishments being carried out. Oh, yes. And then you have the B show covering NXT. You have Brainbuster Radio. We're also going to have live reaction from all the Brainbusters after every single live show that we attend. Uh, stick stick here, Brainiacs. BrainbusterRadio.com. At the Brainbusters on all social media gimmicks. It's going to be a grand old time. If you're not there, you're an idiot. But we got you covered. This Falls Count Anywhere is dedicated to two men who have made just a total mockery of my entire life. And their names are Bill de Blasio and Andrew Cuomo. Gentlemen, what are you thinking? You're the mayor and governor of New York, respectively. And yet you are shutting down the most important subway line of them all on WrestleMania weekend. Putting thousands, if not tens of thousands of wrestling fans in the WWE Universe in real risk of not of having to pay for an uber to go to their shows this is outrageous sir any other weekend is fine st patrick's day leave them down uh new year's eve screw them but you sirs misters cuomo and de blasio are shutting down the subway on the weekend of what is undoubtedly going to be the greatest wrestlemania of all time this is truly outrageous and i hope the entire wrestling universe makes their voice heard at the polls brainiacs i I don't want to keep getting political here but i'm gonna have to because now you're the ticket is being split i mean wrestlemania weekend if there wasn't enough to do now on friday april 5th at wrestlecon not only do you have you know big shows with Evolve going on, you've got NXT, you've got, I mean, really anything you could think of going on. Now there's an added thing you got to worry about getting to, and that is Joey Ryan's penis party. Joey Ryan's penis party featuring possibly the greatest collection of talent WrestleMania weekend we'll see outside of Sunday at MetLife Stadium when you're talking about Joey Ryan, Joey Ryan's penis, the best friends, Val Venus, Priscilla Kelly, Priscilla Kelly's tampon, Colt Cabana, Scarlet Bordeaux, Sue Young, David Arquette, Tommy Dreamer, Lucha Bros, Pac, the Twisted Sisters, and boom, boom, Colt Cabana. All going to be there at Joey Ryan's penis party Friday, April 5th. If you can't be there... I don't know. I I, I I don't know what you're doing. I don't know wh- why you would go anywhere else. Please. Joey Ryan's penis party, Friday, April 5th. Please come. You want to sell those MSG tickets for the penis party tickets there, Wired? I, yes, I do. And Ollie Allen, did you see what happened between Priscilla Kelly and Joey Ryan this past weekend? I did. It was wonderful. Oh, it was beautiful. It was, it was quite... Moose, did you catch what happened? Barf dick. On his dick. Barf yes, dick. Yes, she did. <laughs> Priscilla Kelly takes no shit, not even from Mr. Mr. Dick himself. Joey Ryan. Oh, it was great. Hashtag barf dick. I... I, I... 
I hope we get the rematch at, at the penis party. I don't know if that's announced yet. But um, Jim Ross was very upset at that, I'm sure. But also Jim Ross really upset that PCO took a flat back bump into the hardest part of the ring apron, getting back body dropped into the corner of the ring, Moose the Mark. I don't know if you saw that, but JR did not enjoy that. The new One of the new members of the All Elite Wrestling staff as well. Forgot to mention that. Goodness. Wow, congratulations to everyone involved. <laughs> to everyone. And everyone going to the penis party. Uh, get ready. There's going to be barf and period blood and... All the best things that you can see at a wrestling show. Uh, just like Brain Buster Radio every single week. And uh, stay tuned for our new series, Midnight Brainiacs, where we will talk about all the weird things in pro wrestling. And wait till I tell you the story wired of the, the bloody, bloody, bloody mess of Priscilla Kelly and the night she walked into the forest with Doink the Clown. That just sounds utterly scary it is more than i can ever <laughs> horrific <laughs> all right you guys got any brandon buster's got anything left before we get out of here because we got the doctor here wants to get out of here and tend to his orphanage and you're gonna give me what i want nothing Let's get out of here okay there you go brainiacs <laughs> it's time to go hopefully you got what you wanted today and if you didn't we'll try better next time it's the road to wrestlemania and while every Monday Night Raw on SmackDown Live tries to deliver, sometimes they can't. But you know that at WrestleMania, they will give you what you want. Give me what I want! Just like Brainbuster Radio tries every single week at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram Junior for a man called Wired Moose the Mark, Finn Man, Triple J, who is out today. Dr. Mil Calsonis and Long Allen Ice-T. I'm Long Allen Ice-T said I gotta get the hell out of here and give you what you want. I've been asking for it for years.